Our Passage to India, Chapter Thirty. Another local consequence of the trial was a Hindu-Muslim entente. Loud protestations of amity were exchanged by prominent citizens, and there went with them a genuine desire for a good understanding. Aziz, when he was at the hospital one day, received a visit from rather a sympathetic figure, Mr. Das. The magistrate sought two favors from him. a remedy for shingles and a poem for his brother-in-law's new monthly magazine he accorded both my dear das why when you tried to send me to prison should i try to send mr bhattacharya a poem oh that is naturally entirely a joke i will write him the best i can but i thought your magazine was for hindus it is not for hindus but indians generally he said timidly there is no such person in existence as the general indian there was not but there may be when you have written a poem you are our hero the whole city is behind you irrespective of creed i know but will it last i fear not said das who had much mental clearness and for that reason if i may say so do not introduce too many persian expressions into the poem and not too much about the pulbul half a second said aziz biting his pencil he was writing out a prescription here you are is not this better than a poem happy the man who can compose both you are full of compliments today i know you bear me a grudge for trying that case said the other stretching out his hand impulsively you are so kind and friendly but always i detect irony beneath your manner no no what nonsense protested aziz they shook hands in a half embrace that typified the entente between people of distant climes there is always the possibility of romance but the various branches of indians knows too much about each other to surmount the unknowing able easily the approach is prosaic excellent said aziz patting a stout shoulder and thinking i wish they did not remind me of cow dung das thought some muslims are very violent they smiled wistfully each spying the thought in the other's heart and das the more articulate said excuse my mistake realize my limitations life is not easy as we know it on the earth oh well about this poem how did you hear i sometimes scribbled he asked much pleased and a good deal moved for literature had always been a solace to him something that the ugliness of facts could not exploit professor godbully often mentioned it before his departure for mau how did he hear he too was a poet do you not divine each other flattered by the invitation he got to work that evening the feel of the pen between his fingers generated bulbuls at once his poem was once again about the decay of islam and the brevity of love as sad and sweet as he could contrive but not nourished by personal experience and of no interest to these excellent hindus
Feeling dissatisfied, he rushed to the other extreme and wrote a satire, which was too libellous to print. He could only express pathos or venom, though most of his life had no concern with either. He loved poetry. Science was merely an acquisition, which he laid aside when unobserved like his European dress. And this evening he longed to compose a new song, which should be acclaimed by multitudes and even sung in the fields. In what language shall it be written, and what shall it announce? He vowed to see more of Indians who were not Mohammedans, and never to look backward. It is the only healthy course of what help in this latitude and hour are the glories of Cordova and Samarkand. They have gone, and while we lament them, the English occupy Delhi and exclude us from East Africa. Islam itself, though true, throws cross light over the path to freedom. The song of the future must transcend creed. The poem for Mr. Bhattacharya never got written, but it had an effect. It led him towards the vague and bulky figure of a motherland. He was without natural affection for the land of his birth, but the Marabar hills drove him to it. Half closing his eyes, he attempted to love India. She must imitate Japan. Not until she is a nation will her sons be treated with respect. He grew harder and less approachable. The English, whom he had laughed at or ignored, persecuted him everywhere. They had even thrown nets over his dreams. My great mistake has been taking our rulers as a Jew, he said to Hamidullah next day, who replied with a sign. It is far the wisest way to take them, but not possible in the long run. Sooner or later, a disaster such as yours occurs and reveals their secret thoughts about our character. If God himself descended from heaven into their club and said you were innocent, they would disbelieve him. Now, you see why Mahmud Ali and Self waste so much time over intrigues and associate with creatures like Ramchand. I cannot endure committees. I shall go right away. Where to? Turtons and buttons, all are the same, but not in an Indian state. I believe the politicals are obliged to have better manners. It amounts to no more. I do want to get away from British India, even to a poor job. I think I could write poetry there. I wish I had lived in Barber's time and fought and written for him. Gone, gone, and not even any use to say, gone, gone, for it weakens us while we say it. We need a king, Hamidullah. It would make our lives easier. As it is, we must try to appreciate these quaint Hindus. My notion now is to try for some post as doctor in one of their states. Oh, that is going much too far. It is not going as far as Mr. Ramchand. But the money, the money, they will never pay an adequate salary, those savage Raja. It's I shall never be rich anywhere. It is outside my character. If you had been sensible and made Miss Quested pay, I chose not to. Discussion of the past is useless, he said with sh sudden sharpness of tone. I have allowed her to keep her fortune and buy herself a husband in England, for which it will be necessary. Don't mention the matter again. Very well, but your life must continue a poor man's. No holidays in Kashmir for you yet. You must 
stick to your profession and rise to a highly paid post, not retire to a jungle state and write poems. Educate your children. Read the latest scientific periodicals. Compel European doctors to respect you. Accept the consequences of your own actions like a man. Aziz winked at him slowly and said, We are not in the law courts. There are many ways of being a man. Mine is to express what is deepest in my heart. To such a remark, there is certainly no reply, said Hamidullah, moved. Recovering himself and smiling, he said, Have you heard this naughty rumor that Muhammad Latif has got hold of? Which, when Miss Questa stopped in the college, Fielding used to visit her rather too late in the evening, the servants say. A pleasant change for her if he did, said Aziz, making a curious face. But you understand my meaning. The young man winked again and said, Just, still, your meaning doesn't help me out of my difficulties. I am determined to leave Chandrapur. The problem is, for where? I am determined to write poetry. The problem is, about what? You give me no assistance. Then, surprising both Hamidullah and himself, he had an explosion of nerves. But who does give me assistance? No one is my friend. All are traitors, even my own children. I have had enough of friends. I was going to suggest we go behind the Partha, but your three treacherous children are there, so you will not want to. I'm sorry, it is ever since I was in prison, my temper is strange. Take me, forgive me. Nuruddin's mother is visiting my wife now. That is all right, I think. They come before me separately, but not so far together. You had better prepare them for the united shock of my face. No, let us surprise them without warning. Far too much nonsense still goes on among our ladies. They pretended at the time of your trial they would give up Partha. Indeed, those of them who can't write composed a document to that effect. And now it ends in humbug. You know how deeply they all respect Fielding, but not one of them has seen him. My wife says she will, but always when he calls there is some excuse. She is not feeling well. She is ashamed of the room. She has no nice sweets to offer him, only elephant's ears. And if I say elephant's ears are Mr. Fielding's favorite sweet, she replies that he will know how badly hers are made, so she cannot see him on their account. For fifteen years, my dear boy, have I argued with my begum for fifteen years and never gained a point. Yet the missionaries inform us our women are downtrodden. If you want a subject for a poem, take this. The Indian lady as she is and not as she is supposed to be.